0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey guys, another Panther Rants podcast here. It's uh, Monday. I'm headed back to the office for the first time over a week. And of course, I forget my badge. So that's typical for a Monday back, I guess. anyways, weather's nice. It's 70 out right now at freaking 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm not gonna complain too much with the sun being out this early. I'm sure some of you watching Olympics I haven't really watched any of it because I really just don't have a much of an interest in it. Even the hockey, I mean I haven't really, you know. I, I was in training for all last week in Atlanta, and I guess one of my instructors is from Canada, actually, he's from Vancouver, and he was bragging about Canada beating USA Women's Hockey, and I was like, oh, okay, whatever, that's nice, although I know it's a rivalry, but still, I mean, they're they're really the two best teams. Then he tells me the Team USA men's loses the Sylvania or Slovakia or whatever, and And again, I could care less about Team USA Hockey, at least men's, because the only thing that really kept us relevant was having uh, actual NHL players in it, to be honest. I mean, what was it, a few years back, we we came close to winning the gold, and we beat Canada, I remember, in a preliminary round, and it was an awesome win, but of course, we had to face the finals, and we lost. Uh, you know, USA's had their, their, had their had their close one and it just didn't work out. And of course, you know, I get most of my Olympic highlights from Twitter. From Twitter, anyway. I mean, especially with all the snowboard stuff, the skiing stuff, and whatever. But I'm um, on my way back from uh, Atlanta. Right before I left, I was able to. Um, well, first of all, I, it was great to have no train that day, so I went and actually got tired of the hotel breakfast and went and got an actual breakfast somewhere and made a few other stops and then uh, went down went downtown to Atlanta to check out there. You know, check out the area. I mean, it was nice. I mean, downtown's pretty nice, Atlanta's a nice city. I like to come back and visit again to check more of it out, but um, I was able to check out the the uh, College Football Hall of Fame, and uh, I tell you what, I mean, it's not very big. I mean, it's the, the Hall of Fame is probably three floors. Although the Pro Football Hall of Fame wasn't all that big either, oh, it kind of was. But it's not. Neither one of them really trump Cooperstown. That was—I like, went to Cooperstown once as a kid to the Baseball Hall of Fame, and that was an awesome experience. I mean, I'm not a huge—I mean, I'm not a big baseball follower as I was when I was a kid, but I would go back there anyway to check it out. Again, because um, you know, Cooperstown—it was—it's a nice town, and um, the Hall of Fame. I mean, one thing I love about baseball is its history. I mean, I—I I don't watch the game, but really, as much anymore. But I love the history. Of course, I watched it during the when the Astros had a run, but. I guess you can call me the casual fan, but um, you walk in, all the helmets are there from just by every, almost every Division I team, you got, as far as Pittsburgh goes, you got Robert Morris has a helmet, Duquesne's helmet's there, and Pitt's helmet's there, and of course if we're going by our region, yeah, the Hoopies and the Penn State fan, Penn State Nittany Lions are there as well. When you go in, you, you buy well you buy your pass. They give you on your little key thing. And what's cool about it is, um, it has a sensor on it. So what you do is, you go and you register your uh, your your football team, which I register pit. So almost any type of interactive display will it'll scan your code, and it'll bring you, it'll bring up any pit related, related content for you. Which is really neat. So, and of course, you know, of course, you walk in. There's the helmets. There's also a bunch of quotes, you know, on the you know on the floor, coaches' quotes. There's a whole bunch of artwork. And uh, you know, there's also if you're a West Virginia fan, there's a slab of there's a slab of West Virginia coal on the wall. But uh, yeah, the second floor. You go up there. There's um. Uh, there's some little. There's some uh, guys telling their stories, their college football stories. One of them, in particular, was Bill Frelick, which was really cool because Bill, you know, is, you know, he's uh, supposedly really sick right now. Course, at least that's what they're saying. So it was it to hear his story? And there was pictures of him, especially of him, him with Bill Hillgrove. They were showing, and of course, some of his Hall of Fame footage then you go to the big hall where it has all the uh, interactive stuff where you can go uh, scan your code and it shows all your all the hall of fame people from uh, your school and of course you touch on them they tell you their information and, then, um, and they play some highlights as well and um you know, you don't have to just look at Pitt school, Pitt, if you look at other schools, they're there, and I think that's, uh, that was up on the third floor, I believe, I went back down the second floor, and there was, uh, uh, there was a whole bunch of stuff, of course, and they had a little exhibit on tailgating and how they t- how they tailgated back in the day. And there was an old team old Model T car, or whatever. These old bottles of Coca Cola and things like that. There's also a fight song karaoke where you can sing your fight song and then record you. They record you, and of course you can you can watch your video later that day. They'll, they'll email you. And of course they had a whole bunch of exhibits. I mean, a bunch, you know some lumber be love, love, love memorabilia. Yeah. Uh, Paul Paul Krista's there in a, pit, in a in his pit outfit, and yeah, there's a like I said, I'm not gonna spoil it for everybody, but there's a lot of cool stuff. Pitt's very well represented in the Hall of Fame, and of course, there's all the trophies too. And you can scan your code; it tells you what trophies you win. The you know, the pit won other championships, awards. Then you go to this big display and it scans your QR code and all these pictures of pit football appear. Like the band and stuff. And like I said, a whole bunch of cool stuff. I, I recommend going. Plus Atlanta's a nice looking city. I would you know there's there's the there's uh the world of Coca-Cola's down there and which I, which I really wanted to go see that I didn't get, get a chance to. I can go back, I would go look at it, and who knows, maybe one day I will, but anyways, pretty cool, I'll go check it out, I think one of the, one of the most, uh, my favorite part of the whole trip was, was actually not pit related, um, it was actually a Penn State photo of, of them lifting, and in the corner of that photo would happened to be uh, Adam Gress who I passed away back in December and I'm very close with uh, Adam's uh, uncle so it was it was very cool f- to get that you know for one thing I took the picture and I got a close-up of Adam I was able to send it to him just to see if we can verify if it was actually him because it was a black and white photo but just for the long hair and the facial features I figured it was him and his, his teammates actually were able to verify it was him. And of course, um, I found a colorized uh, photo of it online, and that helped me as well. You know, put all put it all to rest. So that was one of my favorite parts of the trip because you know that family is uh, they're still they're still grieving his loss, and so for them to know that he is, you know, he's in you know, you know there's some part of him in the Hall of Fame. I mean, obviously he, he didn't get inducted, but. At least his presence is there. So, moving on. Some other stuff to cover. Charlie Partridge, who we just hired, not too long ago, to take over for Tom Sims. Is now, um, well interviewing for the D-line job in in Alabama. So, which is disappointing, but we hired, you know, Charlie to coach the D-line. And the defensive corner position was open and we obviously didn't promote Charlie. But Charlie's going to go over and interview for this job and really pretty much the same position he's interviewed for. He's he's doing now. You know, and it's... But it's Alabama. So you're coaching in the SEC. You're still recruiting Florida players in the South like he's been doing. He's obviously really good at it. So... Not to mention, uh, you know, Bama's just won a national title. They've won several national titles this last decade. Probably a bigger budget as well. So they're going to obviously give Charlie more money if he decides, you know, if he's ultimately picked. But... We'll probably have to wait it out. I'm sure as soon as, as, as I'm recording this podcast, he's probably either, either already accepted the job or turned it down. We'll see. If anything, maybe Charlie's just going to talk to them. I mean, that's one of the few things we can hope and pray. That and would suck because you know, I mean. Narduzzi's staff has pretty much had more turnover lately. Has had more turnover than Trump's cabinet. I mean, how many, were, how, many how many offensive coordinators were, were we on now? Shoot, runner, third, third offensive coordinator. Runner, second uh, defensive coordinator. Possibly a third D-line coach. If Char, Char doesn't leave. So, yeah, it sucks. Definitely. You no, know, Not to mention new offensive line coach. New uh, secondary coach because Ronaldo Hill left. Yeah, it sucks. But it was You know, for Pitt would just suck because we just got him and now we're looking again. So, all we can do for that is just wait it out and hope. For the best, I mean, I'm not even sure who, who else we can get. The coach d Dila at this point. Now you could ask Greg Gattuso, but Gattuso is a head coach at Albany. You know, and you know, Greg obviously burned some bridges before he before he left under Dave Wanstead. So I don't see that really materializing. And plus, you know, Greg's a head coach where he's at anyway. So I, I doubt if he goes anywhere, he's probably going to be head coaching job. Yeah, there's, You know, there's, there's Tom Bradley. <laughs> Although Bradley's coaching the secondary now at... Um, Uh, you know for the Steelers where's the linebackers one of the two he's a he's some sort of positional coach of course you know Bradley's uh, I think Bradley's brother works for uh, the Steelers so there you go there's another nepotism hire for you there which is why his uh, brother was getting the Steelers management to uh, beg Pitt to give uh, give Tom an interview which we, I think, I think we did, I believe, we just weren't going to hire him, that's probably a good thing we didn't, and the thing about Bradley is, if he was, if he was so desirable as a head coach, he would have, he would have probably gotten a job somewhere else, which he didn't. If anything, he was one of the many coaches who banked on pater- banked on his future of, with paternal leaving and I mean Joe eventually left, but he didn't leave on his own, he was voted out. And after, and after what was going with the Sandusky thing, it was obviously that the staff was gonna move on. From a lot of these from a lot of these coaches, which is what happened. I mean they kept LJ Sr. for one thing and He ended up leaving and he ended up leaving not too long after that. So we'll just have to wait this out and of course hope for the best like we always do as Pit fans Because it can't get any worse And speaking of can't get any worse how about pit basketball? They um, gave Florida State a game for most of it, lost by about thir- by thirteen points, but uh, they were ran- they were for most of it. I think they led a- they led by one point to half, actually, thanks to Marcus Carr's three pointer at the buzzer, which happened to be Marcus Carr's only points of the game, I believe. Yeah, he only had three points. Which is if you look at that, if you look at the stat sheet, if there's one person they really missed uh, this whole thing was Marcus Carr because he's the only one that didn't put up any numbers, really. Frame Stevenson put up numbers. Stevenson had a really good game. Parker Stewart, who set the freshman record for three pointers for Pitt. He obviously, you know, had himself a game as well and Pitt was in it for most of it. Uh, obviously the one thing that was very alarming and very concerning was that Pitt was you uh, know in the first half they were you know FSU was in the bonus for most of it. And Pitt's players love were in foul trouble then. Second and, you know as the second half went on, Florida State Started going inside and drawing fouls, and that was it for Pitt. You know, once, once, once all those guys started to foul out or getting more deeper foul trouble, that was that, and at the end of it. They, they had no other answers. And FSU really isn't that good of a team this year. I mean, obviously they're a lot more athletic than Pitt. Actually, pretty much almost pretty much any team, and actually every team in the. Uh, ACC is pretty much more talented, more than likely than Pitt right now. So Pitt marches on as the quest for own eighteen continues. And as one person brought up on Twitter, this uh, basketball hire is going to be Heather likes hot. You know, first well, one big hire for her. For keeping score. But let's not forget about the wrestling coach, how supposedly she bungled that search, or how bad that went. Had, a bunch of coaches turned down that position. I think even one guy from Edinburgh turned it down, which is, uh, you know, Edinburgh is a really good wrestling program. But you figure with Pip, with the more of a budget and things, they would you know be able to accommodate him more. But he didn't want to go. So yeah, I mean, or in our case, the way that the way things are going, she makes hold on to Kevin Stollings for another year. We'll just have to wait and see, you know, like, like, like the Parker stuff. We'll have to wait and see, but. As far as pit hoops goes, it's not going it can't get any worse. It's not actually it's 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 as wor- it's, it's at as lowest as, as it is now. It can't get worse. The question is, can it get better? And there hasn't really been a whole lot that um, that tells us that. Not at all. For sure. But as for the staff is concerned they probably realize they have only a few weeks left until they can pack up and leave but you know it's odd because Kevin Stallings I think bought a house so what do you do with that? Does he still I mean did he pay ca- I mean did he pay it off or is he still paying a mortgage on it? Personally if I was Stallings I w- after, after how that first year went I would just I would have just run. I just would have run in a condo because I think his first year he lived in a hotel. I believe. Hell, I would have just rented an apartment at this at this point, or sleep in your office, one or of two. But anyways, I have, I'm not gonna. Talk much on pit basketball because it's. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna piss off piss you guys off on a Monday. Anyways, guys, I'm gonna have let you have the rest of your week. Enjoy. I'll probably talk to you later this week if any more fun stuff comes up. Hell to pit. Bye.